We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. All these frog monsters got to do, if they want to be accepted by society, is you put a hat on them, put a suit on them, give them a little fishing pole, like dress them like an old-timey sad clown, mm-hmm. and put them out like the old figurines. <laughs> you, you ever? My grandmother had a sea of figurines of little frogs. Little fishing, frog figurines, huh? Yeah, and little trolls. That's They're fishing. Else. Everyone's fishing. I guess it's because frogmen are casual. Well, Because every yeah. time they see them, they're just hanging out. That seems they're weird, though. standing by the road. Yeah. Um, let's see. Marcus, are we good to go? All right, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. We're joined by uh, a fellow who said the word cute four times recently, which is the most I've ever heard him say the word cute. Hey, you guys got any, guys got any water to wet my skin? Why is you your skin so any, Are I'm you a like frog a, man. You're a frog man. I'm just being a frog man. You know, really? You guys got any lily pads <laughs> Well, I'm, gonna, just, uh, I'm just asking around for a friend, but... Uh, well, just dip your toes in the water there, frog man. You can um, get wet. I'd like to apply for a barista position. <laughs> you want to work here at Starbucks. <laughs> he just throws up just bile mm, and yeah. like, swamp muck all over the Starbucks fucking counter. It turns out it tastes great in the coffee. You're hired, frog man. It's just a tough economy. <laughs> it is you a tough economy. to get a job. It is a very tough economy. Uh, all right, so obviously that was... Henry the Frogman Zabrowski. I'm going to try to get through this whole episode without saying Holden instead of Frogman. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, because it's so hard. It's a go-to joke, of course. You know, right. Holden McNeely, he's the lizard. lizard He's fucking sure. disgusting. That's right. You know, and uh, I, it could have just been most of these are just sightings of the McNeely family. It's possible. Harvesting for bugs next to dirt roads. It's actually interesting, though, because most of the McNeely family, very handsome. Very, very handsome. Very attractive. Oh God. Avery is a dreamboat. Well, he Avery, just gets, of course, he has the genes from his, his grandparents who were first cousins. Yeah, there was some trickle-down <laughs> gene there, some frog genes. But of course uh, we're discussing the frogman because today's subject is regional monsters. Yeah, going down the country, see what monsters you got. Oh, hey there, Wyoming, you got a giant horse? Good to see you. <laughs> That's just a big horse, yeah. And it is interesting when you say country, and that seems to be the place where most of these sightings happen very rarely in urban environments. I think these people, it's because the satellite dish companies don't get out to the coal mining areas of West right. Virginia, so they have to make fun little shows for themselves. Okay, so of course, uh, today's first monster that we're going to discuss, 
The Loveland Frog. It's just really gr- like Loveland. Because yeah. Loveland, I mean, where is this? This is which area? of This is Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Loveland, so, Ohio. Well, there's not a lot of love happening in Ohio, right? Well, there's a bunch of love. Winter months, a lot of snuggling, a lot of hair fibers, tingling <laughs> other hair fibers. No. People I love Ohio people from lovers. I love people from Ohio. Yes. You know, but it seems like you got, you're got you going to get a lot of frog men from Ohio. Beautiful yes. women. Frog men from Ohio. <laughs> yes. Well, ladies in Enjoy a nice frog man from Ohio, like you Give mentioned him earlier. Something, all right, because if not, he's gonna—he's just gonna be fucking a chicken. That's right. And a frog <laughs> having sex with a chicken, there's no place for that in my America, Marcus. You know? <laughs> I don't like it. But Marcus, let's go down. Where did the uh, Loveland frog begin? How did this myth start? Well, at approximately 3:30 a.m. in the year 1955, and approximately 3:28 a.m. <laughs> I remember the time exactly because that's when I was going to look for frogs, as I did every Wednesday. <laughs> A businessman. Oh, wow. I mean, this guy is, he's in from out of town. So he's not expected to see these kind of frogmen everywhere. What kind of business do you think he's a, uh, a part of? I don't know. The ass factory. Ah, yes. Uh, making fake butts. Hey, uh, we got the most primo fake butts in the Ohio Valley can stand. Isn't that something in two black guys? Because going door to door in Ohio selling fake butts, that'll get you punched in the face. <laughs> All right, so Marcus, uh, give us some info on the uh, Loveland uh, Frog. So the businessman who shall remain nameless to this day. I love a good anonymous businessman. <laughs> he claimed it's part of the Bilderberg Group. Uh, <laughs> That's he, what this perhaps, is. Yeah. This is a this is a G7 thing. I think you're giving him quite a I'm bit sorry, of credit. Sorry, he was jumping. in the middle of the woods at three thirty in the morning. I haven't even heard the story yet. <laughs> yeah. He claimed to have witnessed three bipedal quasi-reptilian entities congregating by the side of the road. Did he literally say those words to the officer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, was he immediately uh, arrested and booked for meth abuse? Because he was high. Oh, back in 55, he was on the Bennies. Yeah. What, now, what's the Bennies? Uh, those would be amphetamine tablets. Yeah, oh. Benzedrine. It's what like all of Jack Kerouac's things were written on. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. It isn't. Though. That's what I have to get up. But back in the day, people used to have so many more drugs just lying around. Cocaine next to the sugar people jar when you had a when you had a bad toothache. That was like a time when you'd have like a jar to be full. It's just like, hey, I got your yellow jackets, got your buzzes, got <laughs> yeah. your weavers, you know, whippersnappers, <laughs> things like that. I gotta make it from uh, Cincinnati to St. Paul overnight. Give me ah, some bennies. Yeah. Take me some of these well, health want, pills. Yeah, you want some weezers as well. That'll be good for you. <laughs> so the man pulled the car to the curb. And witnessed these three creatures, he observed them what is estimated to be about three minutes. Okay, and now, cool. how, now how big are these creatures? They must be four of a relatively tall. large size. Three to size. four feet tall, yeah. Yes. Three to four feet, okay. Yes, he said they were covered with leathery skin, had webbed hands and feet, and frog-like. He, you can also sure measure them in not... McNeely units. <laughs> yes. So each one is one McNeely unit long. It, w- you get certain... one every ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Is he certain that these weren't just day laborers <laughs> who were up really early? Do we know? Well, he uh, claimed them to. He said they were distinctly frog-like in their head region. Okay, and he claimed that they bore deep wrinkles where there should have been hair. Ew. Oh, and just here's what's very interesting. Just as the man was about to speed away, because apparently three minutes is enough, mm-hmm. one of the frogmen produced a wand. Yep, from who knows where. Really, and he started. 
flinging it above his Ace head. He's shooting sparks everywhere. Yeah, he had a Roman candle. Yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> a giant frog got into some fireworks that somebody left in his shed, and they're just like, they thought they were just saying hello. Yeah. Yeah. That and, makes sense. Or maybe maybe it was three tiny elderly children. What's that disease where you're a child that you look Button old? Pejoria. Pejoria. Yes, perhaps three people with Pejoria just out there looking for help, flagging yeah. down the only. Well, is it just saw. a racial slur to call people with Pejoria frog heads? <laughs> is that it? This man's a racist. Typical business. That's man. another thing is that all of these regional monsters have names that could definitely just be applied to any race you want. <laughs> yeah, goddamn frog head. <laughs> and it is said that the scent of alfalfa and almonds were left Ooh, behind. They the smell area. like almonds. Yeah. Ooh, why would he leave? Yeah, it sounds nice. It sounds like a bath and body works over there. That's beautiful. Yeah, the frog scent. And then as the frog man was waving the wand, a small scent of mucus came out of the frog man's mouth. A scented mucus. A small hint, excuse me. Oh, I see. A hint of mucus came flowing from his mouth. You only want a hint. You only (laughs) want a dash of mucus with your regional monster. That's all you need. I just think he saw big ass frogs. Right? He probably saw I mean, some three to four frogs. feet tall with a wand. With a wand. That's what that's where it turns into a Hummel figurine. Right. <laughs> that's a where it just yeah, it just basically basically turns to one of those what does it say? Elegant memories. What are the name yeah. of those dolls uh, no, with no like faces? That. Um um oh, what Precious is it? memories. Precious uh. memories. And I'll tell you uh, those children were praying a lot. I'll say if you want to get me figurines. back into spending some money and some precious memories, make them all frogmen, and that I'll rem- do it. That reminds me of my parents when I was growing up. They had a brilliant idea to get rich. All they did was collect tumbles, thinking that they were going to skyrocket in prices. This is pre-Beanie Baby phase. Oh, yeah. And uh turns out nobody wants a Hummel anymore, so nobody they have wants, a bunch of trash. Nobody <laughs> wants weird childhood memories frozen in porcelain anymore. No, it's very terrifying, <laughs> but they thought uh, they thought there was going to be a huge market for these but I also wastes love, of space. But I love it. So before we'll jump into more details of Loveland Frogmen, but I love these regional monsters oh, because oh, yeah. it's, 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 it, you also get something about each society. Like, what animals they find to be scary because it's like you are terrified. Marcus is terrified of frogs. I hate frogs. This so, I almost didn't want. Like when I was doing the initial research for this, I saw Loveland Frogman and some of the lists. I was like, nope, moving on. Also, especially on. like if I look at when I was looking at drawings of the Loveland Frogman, mm-hmm. me and the Frogman have like the same body. It's <laughs> yeah. just like tiny, round, no butt, you know. And then like what my dad looks like. My dad looks like a little turtle because he's just getting uglier and uglier every year. Right. And I'm gonna look the same. I'm gonna turn into a Loveland Frogman right. pretty soon. Well, as soon as you start hanging out on the highways of Ohio, we'll know the transformation is complete. Yeah, you guys see my wand? <laughs> yeah, I got a wand. Keep on driving, driving, honey. Away. You know, that one day I'm just... going to see one of these businessmen, and I'm going to sell them a whole TV show story on us, little Cynthia Frogman, my daughter. All right, let's go back to the bogs. Cynthia Frogman, my daughter. <laughs> and what a wonderful, beautiful daughter she is. She's just going... <laughs> well, you should have seen her mother. I just wish you could be attractive just to get us out out of this goddamn swamp. Now you want to sell your frog daughter for sex? You want to get her into the human sex frog man I, trade? Hey, Cynthia, go over to the man. Go over to the hey, hey, <laughs> This is my you. daughter, Cynthia, and I gotta say, she's got that frog. He's got that never quitting frog vagina. That frog you gotta pussy, do it on yeah. this on this on those long business trips. I mean, I'll tell you, that sounds like the uh 1950s version of a fleshlight. Just a nice, soft Cynthia the Frog. Just a hint of mucus. Yeah. Oh, you want more mucus? Cynthia, spit it up. Spit it up real good. You got it inside. 
I think she's choking. I think she's choking now. Oh, no, that's just the sound she makes when she loves you. Oh, well, she must love me a lot. 20 years go by. Uh-oh. No frogman sightings. I can't believe. Unbelievable. Until almost 20 years. Until 1972, early March. Police. Jimmy's burning the American flag. Women got flowers in their hair. Is that a chick with no brassiere on and her flowers are just in the wind? I can't stand it. I want to grab her. Unbelievable. Two police officers, or at least actually one police officer Mm -hmm. sees this. The second police officer comes later. One police officer says, reported that he saw a four-foot-tall, frog-faced, human-like creature with leathery skin. This is what the report said. The creature was three to four feet tall, 50 to 75 pounds, leathery skin, possibly wet, matted hair (laughs) on its body that made it look textured, possibly a tail, a head and face like a frog or lizard, and could leap over the road's guardrail. And uh, she sounds like every Italian grandmother I've ever heard. (laughs) Possibly wet. Maybe wet. (laughs) I would say... uh, We don't have have the tactile evidence, uh, but uh, I tried to touch it and it bit me. And now uh, (laughs) I'm slowly turning into a frogman myself. She tried to sell me a bunch of her famous rigatoni. Uh, It seems like we have some very uh, high-class individuals discovering the frogman. Usually it's more local yokels who are toothless and uh, ready to shoot their shotguns at anything that doesn't look exactly... Like them. And not say these police officers aren't yokel locals yet. I mean, they are men of the law. They are men of the badge. But no, it's true. Two police officers saw it. We have this one police officer saw it. It jumped over the rail, right? Mm-hmm. And then another one shot at it, right? Yeah, another one shot That's at it do. after an anonymous farmer reported sighting four bizarre creatures while inspecting his fields. Now, I don't mean you'd scare y'all police officers, but I prefer mm-hmm. to have my name be left out of this lest I get revenge from the other frogmen in the forest. But That's I believe I saw one, you should go shoot it in this big frog-shaped head. Well, I gotta go. Corn's rotten. (laughs) (laughs) You should have gone a little while ago then. And a new detail was added to the frogmen by this farmer, for their mouths were wide and filled with sharp teeth. I just really think this is people seeing a different race for the first time. I really do. I, I, I'm having a tough time here with the with the frogman. Ever since that golden dragon opened up in the corner of Clarence and Witherspoon, frog we've seen frogmen all over the place. <laughs> However, it must be yeah. noted that the original policeman recanted his story he did. later on. He recanted his story. He said... It was and is no monster. It was not leathery or had wet matted fur. It was not three to five feet tall. It did not stand erect. The animal I saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had as a pet that either got too large for its aquarium, escaped by accident, or they simply got tired of it. It was less Mm. than three feet in length, ran across the road, and was probably blinded by my headlights. (laughs) It presented no aggressive action. Well, he's just, because people were, because he shot at it, so he saw a lizard in the street and he shot at it. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> you went, do. Everyone when you're... made fun of him. I mean, he came yeah. back and he's like, it was five feet tall and it I was. had to shoot at it. You know? Like... Yeah. Ohio PD. I mean, you know, top of the game. <laughs> uh, it seems like, um, what was I going to, I had a but, thought, but then I lost it. But what is the more 
reasonable story that someone just had a Komodo dragon in the middle of farmlands, Ohio, and just no. let it go? He was forced to recant the story. The frogman got a hold of him in the middle of the woods. They started tickling his feet and said, do you want to keep your goddamn job? Well, then you better change your tune, I buddy. I can the tickling. That's right. Tell him it was a normal lizard, would you? Oh, I'll tell him anything you want. Oh, oh. Exactly. Uh, being tickled to death is its own special hell. Especially by a bunch of frog people. Yeah, yeah. he's just sucking on your toes, going Ugh. like, yeah, no, yeah, no, this no. is my daughter, this is my daughter. I don't know why you're still trying to pawn off that disgusting Cynthia Toad woman. <laughs> frog daughter, I'm sorry. It's just something the way she swings them hips. Oh, melodic and hypnotic. It's like a bobblehead of a hula woman. A you, bobblehead. Yeah. You know, now that I think about it, being tickled to death by frog people is my worst fear. That's your biggest fear. Right behind prison. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, See, yeah, prison's yeah. like the more real fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the frog in prison, and they just fuck you, and they do a bunch yeah, of wild Yeah, when everyone starts calling you Cynthia Frogman, it starts <laughs> yeah. passing you back and forth between cell block C and D. Well, no, you know what you could use less of? Them teeth. Why don't we just fuck them out of your brain real quick? Yeah. You know what you could use more of? Mucus. Let's get you crying. Let's get you crying. That's very prison lube. Why are you being stingy with the mucus? <laughs> That's not good. So let's move on to a much more famous monster. But real that, quick, uh, any any uh, anybody dead from the frogmen? Nobody any dead. Any violence no. from the frogmen? No. They just saw frogmen. They just yeah. saw frogmen. I just a fun men. thing. It's, a lot of these stories are, the, the most of the stories are like, I, I looked up on the hill. And I saw him and it ran away. Nah, <laughs> That's like every every one uh, of these stories. So I yeah. would, yeah, there's not a lot of, they didn't get an interview with the frog. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we should go there. Any of our friends in Ohio that maybe live in Love, uh, Loveland, Ohio. Please. Uh, go try to interview the frog man in the woods. I'm not sure exactly where they're located, but if you see a road flare or something like that, stop. And if it turns out it's just a, somebody who has a flat tire in desperate need, keep on going. They're not a frog person. No, no, no. But if you've also, also if you ever happen to have dated a frog man, please <laughs> right. get in contact with us because we'd love to have an interview with him. Yes, <laughs> indeed. And I'm sure our emails will be lighting up uh, with that because I'm sure there's a lot of ladies in Ohio who have claimed... Uh, to have been, I think I may have dated man. a frogman, but I, in the end, I think he was just his name was Brandon, and he was a Buckeyes fan. Yes. <laughs> so this next guy is someone that a lot of people out there probably would have heard about, especially if you're really into aliens. Yep. The Flatwoods Monster. Well, this, yeah. this is my favorite kind of regional monster because I because I, I, you hear a lot with Mothman as well. A lot of these stories are often paired with UFO sightings. I love it because to me it's I, I it supports the idea that there is a grand paranormal theory that like aliens and these monsters and elves and fairies and shit are all the same thing. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. I'm not even looking at you. I'm trying to. I looked away. Yeah, you gotta look away. I just, I have a series of beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> now you can stream the live TV you love for just 40 bucks a month with Sling TV. Get your favorite channels and shows for the best price. If you want live sports, Sling has all the football playoffs and pro and college basketball. Stay up to date with breaking news from around the world with MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. Sling also has reality, TV, popular entertainment, kid shows, and more. Sling costs almost half as much as other live TV providers, so you can watch more and pay less. Sling is easy. Sign up in minutes, stream at home or on the go on up to three devices, and record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. Get flexible channel lineups that put you in control. Pause, change, or cancel your service at any time. You'll never get locked into a long-term contract. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love.
Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over. But the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah! Toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around! Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops. You're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basketball. Prize picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Benia played basketball? Woo-wee, dog. Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Benia would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. The one fun thing about this uh, with the Flatwood Monster, he has a little scooter with him. He's got his own little uh, He's mobile. got like a Dr. Robotnik, yeah. like like a, a, a Professor type. X thing. Yeah. 
Which is very fascinating. Well, the first sighting of the Flatwoods Monster was in 1952 when a group of kids saw a flying saucer crash into the land out of the sky. Mm. They went to go check it out. Of course, they saw a large pulsating ball of fire. Uh-oh. Which is really cool. because But this was also witnessed by a bunch of people. This was seen by like a, like a couple dozen people. Some they adults made a big in there. Deal. They called yeah. the police station because mm-hmm. they were like, they thought there was a downed aircraft. And so a bunch of people went out to go see what they saw. Mm-hmm. And the great show on the History Channel introduces us to an investigator who has been working on the case for 20 years. 20 years. He hasn't had a wife in 20 years. And, uh, <laughs> but he's got life. a lot of files in the Flatwoods Monster. He does have a lot of files. And a lot of sand. I think he just got a lot of dirt in yeah. those canisters. Yeah. <laughs> He's collecting all the dirt from the scene. Well, of course, these kids, though, they were the first on the scene. It was a group yeah. of three kids. They detected a pungent mist in the air. That a lot of smells with these monsters. Yeah. A lot of smells. In fact, we see that a lot with Big Feet as well. Yeah, a lot he smells of big like feet. shit. Yeah, skunk Big Feet. That would be the, the plural, plural. Bigfoot. Okay. There are many big feet. Yeah, because what do you say, Bigfoots? <laughs> yeah. I think Bigfoot. I mean, I don't know. I've, I, the, I, I don't know about, I've never been to Oregon, but I swear to God, I'm scared of the idea that there's like nine to 12 Bigfoots up in there. I think Bigfoots <laughs> is is the proper term. Yeah, not big feet. Well, if any of you have you an opinion feet. on whether it's Bigfoot or Big Feet. I guess big, take the time to email. Well, go to the yeah, last podcast. Me, go to the last podcast Facebook page and, and let us know there. Big Feet sounds like a whole nother creature. <laughs> no, he's I'm got. Not, he's not like he's only got one big foot. He's got, one, he's got two big well, feet. Okay, so if you want to make an argument that the whole thing is wrong, yeah, then yeah, it should I'm just be big that. feet because he's got two big feet. And I will <laughs> add that into my super theory. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Do you well, even, it's, an, it's an ongoing debate. Then I'm I, going with big foot. When I release my journals, oh, everyone yeah. will see the truth. No, you're gonna you're gonna be framed for a crime you didn't commit just because they're so psychotic. <laughs> So they go out there with their flashlight. They're looking at the object that is a large glowing ball on the ground. And they see off to the left two glowing lights uh, in the trees. Hmm. They shine their flashlight over, revealing a creature, which is said to be at least 10 feet tall, a red face, bulging non-human eyes and shaped like either a heart or the ace of spades. Yeah, people saying it's ace of spades and it looks specifically yes. very artificial. Now, we're, like, which is really interesting because you're going to hear, there, there are several other sightings of this monster, which mm-hmm. we'll hear right now, and he, th- apparently this is some sort of costume he was wearing, or some sort of protective suit. Which yes. would make sense, yeah. Why don't you take some of the other sightings? Well, the other sightings were basically, the, the, the other, there was a couple driving, it was a 31-year-old woman and her daughter were driving down the highway near the area where it was originally seen about a week later, and they saw a, another gigantic nine-foot-tall humanoid. They said they were driving, mm-hmm. same, very similar to a UFO story, blinding light hit the car, they stopped the car in front of them, through this light and smoke, which began to surround the car, which again, they said, smelled like mustardy, smelled super salty. Mm-hmm. This creature and a gigantic look like what what we hear and describe in the original sighting of the monster. It's like a gigantic metallic skirt. Yes. Like and this Please. thing. Yes, and it said the same thing. This creature came forward. It looked lizard in nature, mm-hmm. nine feet tall. Two, its hands, the same just, thing that it described in the first monster, its hands were just like two long digits. Yeah, two yeah. big old fingers there. Short, stubby arms ending in long, claw-like fingers which yes. protruded from the front of the body. Yeah, Sounds like just somebody after an 18-hour rave. You know? <laughs> 
just body painted yeah. for some woods rave. Yeah, but it was floating on a, on this device, and it came up yes. to their car, touched their car, and apparently created a V burn on the hood of their car and then disappeared. And the car stopped, right? They had some car troubles? Yeah. That was the... Yeah, and, uh, it's a where, very common is, UFO scenario. What is the name of the town again? Uh, this is Braxton County, West Virginia. Know, Braxton County, West... So I'm just going to go out on a limb. A uh, 31-year-old mother driving with her 21-year-old daughter. Yeah. <laughs> 21-year-old daughter. Isn't that interesting? Both but, of age. Both but of age this is another comment. Because well, you can easily connect this to the Mothman uh, sightings because Mothman, same exact thing, coal town, giant but glowing no, redding eyes, huge nine-foot-tall creature, and they're... But he could fly. He didn't need this uh, vehicle fly, to get around. But there's it's there's a connection to the two that I think a lot comes from like uh, the poisonous gases coming out of the mountains. Just randomly. <laughs> well, that's my favorite thing about it. This guy would he would uh, just get everybody super messed up on this uh, on these inhalants, mustard gas, mustard what they said gas. It smelled like yeah, because the, the people who originally saw the Flatwoods monster got incredibly sick. Yeah, and yeah. they say that even later on in that Monster Quest episode on uh, the, about the Flatwoods monster, they basically said like everybody who was involved in the original sightings had been dying. Of Cancer. But the thing is, it's a very old sighting, and uh, I have a feeling these people all chain They smoked, were going to get cancer And there was a lot anyway. of whiskey, and yeah. they all died. Uh, just it, it seems to be natural causes. But it's all si- coal mines. I mean, there yeah. is a very rational explanation for the Flatwoods monster. They yeah, all died asteroid, of lung and throat cancer. Yeah, asteroid, owl, um, they keep coal, saying this coal owl, fumes. Though. That's the thing that I don't understand. What do you mean? Explain they, this owl thing. They said that they, they, the, the way they have explained off the Flatwoods monster is that it's this chain of oh, events. It's an owl. Is that they saw they saw an asteroid. There was a fire in the forest, and then they saw a big old owl, and it shined their lights on it in the uh, in the. And they have a thing called um, expectant perception. I believe yeah, yeah, is the yeah. term where it, like they use in cryptozoology, which is this idea that like if you are told that you're going to see shit, and if like well, it's because the Mothman was also happening or not. Like nearish to the same time, and these stories have happened all over the country for forever. And so it's like you're expecting to see something, so maybe you'll take the vision of an owl that you shined a flashlight on and make it into a giant monster. Expecting reality. Not only that, but in 1952, this was when aliens and UFOs were all over movies, they were all over comic books, television. These kids, they see something flying out of the sky. Remember, they're children. And then they they will see what they want to see. They were in their teens. Yeah, they were in their teens. But still, these. These are the types of kids that are going to be seeing that type of stuff. And the short uh, type of protruding limbs with claws, it's owl claws. Yeah, but how big an owl know. is it? Yeah, I mean, that's Owls can thing. get pretty big. They can't it get nine a, feet. I mean, they can't. Well, if they're up top and you see, if they're on top of, say, a bush or something like that, because it was also described as being green in nature, mm-hmm. the actual pleated skirt. <laughs> It could be. So an owl sitting on top of a bush. How am I the one that is being Isn't portrayed as crazy right interesting. now? I'm just saying it just sounds crazy that just some owl's going to be around in the forest. I've How seen a lot of owls. I've never thought it was the Flatwood Monster. Not even once. Yeah. Not at all. But you never know. But there is these stories have been told for years and of years course. and years, and so and it's, so we could probably hop from that to the Mothman, of course, the Mothman, which is just that we have we've. When did Mothman start? Nineteen sixty six. Yeah, nineteen sixty six. So, and this is again West yeah. Virginia. Uh, I mapped it. It's about an hour from Flatwoods, mm-hmm. um, and so it's the same area again. A town sitting on, and that's specifically uh, Point Pleasant, right? Point Pleasant was sitting on a coal waste dump. Like underneath the ground, they dumped all this Dump. the, the waste products yeah. from the coal mine into the water supply. Yeah, so they've been getting poisoned for a while. So they were just seeing things. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I feel like if you get poisoned for twenty years, you get used to it. 
Oh, absolutely. So you why build are up you a tolerance. Shit sure. now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, until the cancer comes. Well, and the cancer's going to th- come for us all anyway. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Massive heart attack uh, <laughs> as well. That's a, that's a very good possibility. Uh, we don't know, though, going back to Flatwoods real quick, we don't know where the smoke came from. And uh, everyone does seem to think that that was a, uh, well, a real no, phenomenon. It just sounds like the smoke is a part of what made you see the thing, is that it's probably some fart from a mountain of poisonous <laughs> coal gas. It was and a it mountain came out and Yeah, it made everybody just go like, oh. Yeah. The yeah. impact of the asteroid upon the ground could have expelled some sort of gas because there are asteroids falling on record at, right. on that day at that time in that area. Oh, so, so that's it. Yeah, unless it came from the asteroid. <laughs> That's a very, very good possibility. No, it's, it's an asteroid in a big owl. Oh, That's okay. all it is. All right, all right. A lot of smoke, though. I'm going to take a look at the evidence again and decide for yeah. myself if it's not the black with the fucking monster's real or not. Oh, you mean the children's drawings? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're very well they're done. They're very creepy. Yeah. yeah, they're creepy as shit. I like the way you describe, uh, you know, how they, that's just the earth farting, so like a geyser is like, hey, so you're taking a big piss. And then like a volcano is like, oh, it just got shits. I'm not a scientist. Right. That's the earth, the earth taking a big shit. And then you're like, you're a bad <laughs> father. Like the volcano, that he must have had some spicy food. Oh, yeah, it looks like a spicy shit to me. Oh. <laughs> so instead of us really getting into the Mothman. Because we cover the Mothman before. Yes. Everybody knows it. And so a real brief, a bunch of Mothman sightings happened and then a bridge collapsed outside of this town ta- point pleasant uh west virginia and they believed it became this harbinger of bad news mm-hmm. well in reality the bridge collapsed because of bad government bad yeah, government I mean, yeah. it's west west virginia. the infrastructure yeah. in this country is not doing well no. not nailing it no. no but let us go to the land of the bard Ah, uh, yes. yes. I want to hear. Well, was, I, I love doing this when we're researching topics that we've already covered. It's like, let's see what the Mothman has inspired. <laughs> yeah. So let's hear some music that is Mothman based. That I mean, it's surprisingly good music. Every artist has one story to tell. Right. That's what I've. That's what I always heard from from ancient times. Eric Clapton these, has a dead son. Let's tell the story. Let's tell the story over and over and we'll over make and all over. All the money over in the again. world. Yeah. yeah. But this is this is a couple of tales, a couple of of discretionary songs invented from the folklore of the Mothman. I mean, the reality of the Mothman, though. West Virginia, Point Pleasant, oh, man. 1966. Yeah. The arrival of the Mothman. Oh man, I want a finger pop, Jenny, so bad. <laughs> I love this. Oh, man. You ever read the lyrics to this song? This is my favorite three-page lyrics. Oh, man. You want to huff some fucking shit from this cheese whiz can? (laughs) This is great. If you close your eyes, you can almost see them off, man. Is this Crosby still snatching young? And Mothman. (laughs) Well, this... Is it's wonderful. Good. As much as we love this, yeah, this, what's the name this of is this band? This is dwindling human conscious. Yeah. Dwindling this, human conscious. And this is Mothman Song version two. Wow. The version one was acoustic, and it was very pretty. He had his girlfriend on tambourine, and he, uh, well, he, she called it a tambourine, but it was just a dried beans in a jar that she'd shake. Yeah, that's fine. That's normal. 
And, you know, this is a metal style, which, you know, you expect that from a Mothman, an urban legend type thing. You expect yeah. metal. Yeah, definitely. All of us like metal. Sure. Mothman We're loves metal, too. It. Mothman loves metal. You better be wary bringing him out because Mothman will bring bad luck and then, like, and make sure that your guitarist doesn't really know how to play guitar because these guys are experts. Oh, this you is amazing. This is, this, this, is, this is one guy. This, this is, is one just guy one in guy. bedroom. Absolutely. Oh, he's like Kid Rock. He does, it, he does it all. Huh? He plays all the instruments. I've recorded songs like this in my bedroom before, <laughs> and, and it's uh, this is pretty much what it sounds like. It's this powerful. is a song about Becky. <laughs> it's called Mothman version 2. <laughs> no, it was about scissors. My song. Uh, what was it about? Scissors. Scissors. Okay. All right, this well, song's starting yeah, to hurt my brain. Start, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's move on to another style. Very good of song, music. Though. This is just called the Mothman song. This is kind of sexy, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a woman is involved. Ooh, right. okay. Let's check this yeah. out. Oh, wow, oh, yeah. This looks oh, yeah. Sounds like CNC Music Factory. Right as we speak. I looked outside my window just to take a peek. I saw something in the sky way up high. I saw something fall. I saw something tall. I saw Is it me? I kind of like oh, it. Oh, not me. I saw something look back. I saw something. Yeah, way to go, Melissa Starfall. Right yeah, Melissa like Starfall. This is pretty sweet. This is good. It's got sort of a Peaches vibe as well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the exact beat from... Uh, this is pretty sweet. I want to put this up on the Facebook page. I think yeah. this will make people uh, start making out. Yeah, definitely. You know what? I put it on my iPod. Can I just say that, that I actually did put it through a converter to an MP3 and I put it on my iPod? That's normal, yeah. You you know when you're high, you start saying things. Oh, now she's just saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then she starts talking about getting high, which is great. We all love getting high. That's right. And there were some truth to those lyrics. When you get high, you do start seeing things. Yeah, yeah. She's not lying. Absolutely. It just so happens to be through the entire West Virginia area, you can get high just by walking through the forest. It seems Because there's so much toxic gas just flying through there. Don't eat the grass. Don't do that whatsoever. Well, let's move over to v- Michigan okay. for one of my favorites, the melon heads. Yeah, I love the this. Again, another possible slur that <laughs> yes. you can contribute to any race that you want. I, a lot of this, I think, is again, they, they just saw somebody with a different shaped head. Yep, a lot and of that. Freaked out. I'm just trying to think what what race would go well with the melon head. I'm not going to say. I mean, it's it's up for you to decide. The You're Irish, the eye of the you know, maybe it's I know the it's Irish. the it's always the Irish. They have the huge heads. It's I didn't want to say. I was thinking the Irish, but I feel like we harp no, on the Scottish Irish people have big heads. Scottish. Scottish. I'm Scottish. Yeah. I have a big. Okay, head. well then you can say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I and fun. I was actually turned on to this by a listener. Uh, yes. Yeah. PJ Griffin sent a wonderful email to Cave Company Radio Team, and we love this story so much. Oh, and the yeah. story's great. Melon so heads. here's what we know about the melon heads. According to one story from Michigan, they were originally children with hydrocephalus who lived at the Junction Insane Asylum near Felt Mansion. Now, hydro, yeah, what is hydrocephalus? Hydrocephalus the is that- a it's a condition in which there's too much water yeah. in your head, and your head is gigantic. <laughs> this is literally where the term "waterhead baby" comes yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, and what they what would do is this is what waterhead uh, baby. You've never heard of waterhead? Yeah. No, it's a term for. Uh, I mean, they use it for all mentally disabled people. Uh, but this is <laughs> if you ever see uh, crops. They were called potato heads. Well, you could call them anything you, you know, want to. Once really. again, it's a regional thing. <laughs> yes, it, it's all. Yeah, about like some people things. have Wawas, some people have you know uh, Albertsons. Quick yeah. trips. <laughs> yeah. There was. I'll tell you. Growing up, there was a great uh, gas station called Kickapoo. 
Ah. Kickapoo gas station. We would laugh and laugh and laugh, and it was great times. The documentary Cropsy, <laughs> um, they show the original footage of, uh, of Geraldo Rivera. This is the story that broke him when he went into the insane asylum. If you want to see what uh, these, what's the, I mean, Waterhead is just so much easier to remember than the technical Hydrocephalus. Term. Hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus. If you yeah. want to see what these kids look like, they're all in the background sitting in their own fecal matter and uh, ah. sitting in their own urine, and they just shake back and forth, and it's real but, tough uh, for them we'll to fall see. Over. It sounds like they did a lot more than shake back and forth in this story. Yes, yes they did. They eventually, after much physical and emotional abuse, uh, they became feral mutants. Yes. And were loosed into the forest where they eventually settled in underground yeah, caves. So they just so, let these feral big heads out into the forest? Yeah. They were like, you know it's what? It's like they, when you put the code in on NBA Jam and then like, all the players just have the massive melon. Were melons. they just like taking extras at the food line? Why, why send them out to the forest? I think they're very <laughs> difficult to deal with. They always sound like they're splashing around you're like getting seasick just being around them. Yeah, it's gonna, very I'm bizarre. Take drama mean just to do yeah. a therapy session with I always, Bingo over I here. always got to piss when Bingo's around. It just sounds like water's running all the time. But this is interesting because this someone, is the first example. Someone take all those human snow globes and put them out in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shake them up too much. It makes their brains all wild yeah, and goofy. So, so they're hanging out in the forest. Uh, but uh-huh. This is interesting, though, because this is the first um, monster that is actually does stem from a real human. It's just a disability. There's a, there's a disability. <laughs> yeah. But there does seem to be a supernatural transformation it's, it's like, that goes along It's with like it. someone who's unreasonably afraid of Michael J. Fox of just being like, oh, yes. I can't go anywhere near that jumping bean, man. Yes, of course, with the, I believe he has palsy or Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yeah, it would be, it would be Parkinson's. That ain't no Parkinson's, that's the devil's FIFA. Yes, what makes you shake a little bit and you get a sitcom. Uh, so that's actually not bad. I'd sell my soul for that. There are other versions of the story that say that the hydrocephalic babies, the melon heads, mm-hmm. devised a plot to kill the uh, evil doctor that was causing them all this pain and they didn't know where to put the body so they just cut him up and had pieces of him all Which around. Which I don't understand because Bingo and Bongo were sitting around there going like I don't understand what the doctor just won't put a faucet in my fucking forehead. <laughs> put a faucet <laughs> in it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, if it wasn't for those goddamn melon heads this whole place would have burnt down. But we managed to put a faucet through their head and they hosed down the entire insane asylum so we're saved. Thank you, Melonheads. Over in Ohio... This is an actual slur, by the way. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. Okay. Uh, Over (laughs) in Ohio, there's another version of the story that says that the Melonheads were created by an evil scientist named Dr. Crow, also called Dr. Trubano or... Dr. Melonhead. Dr. Melonhead. And that's where the name came from, of course, absolutely. And these are my Melonheads. So it's sort of like a Frankenstein situation, yeah. Um, But the other thing, so. Who's going to Dr. Melonhead? What disease do you have to have to go to Dr. Melonhead for You got anything? a big head. Yeah. You got a big head or do you go in with a normal size head and he pumps you full of liquid and then you got a big head when you come out? Well, I that's, just hate to it see. It said that that's what Dr. Melonhead did is that he took some children who were normal and right. he made them has, uh, hydrocephalic and the Melonheads, the actual kids who already uh, were already hydrocephalic, pumped even more liquid into you their know, heads this is made the, the heads this, even this, bigger. I, this is just the era before the Culligan Man. This <laughs> yes. is before they would deliver water coolers to a uh, living room and I'll, you just had a, a human water cooler. I will also see, I, I can see also now between Dr. Melonhead and these Melonheads just running around yeah. inside of the insane asylum, their hat bill must have been out of control. Insane. <laughs> it's not one so size fits ha- all, is it? You had to de- release him to the forest. Yeah, no fitted caps there. <laughs> can you imagine if these human Melonheads were just you 
used as the oh. water fountain, and all the water fountain conversation just would have to be about them. Just one prohibition-themed party just bankrupts the entire hospital. It's not good. All the fedoras you have oh, to buy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can't dress like a 1920s flapper or a uh, 1920s <laughs> businessman. It's a rail-thin society in the 1920s. We can't get the dresses over their big melon heads. It's just insane. <laughs> So now, so what are the modern sightings of melon heads? Uh, The modern sightings, well, I mean, it's kind of an urban legend. The G train, the G train (laughs) has a lot of no, 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 no. The real melon heads. Oh, I see. It's a teenager type thing. They uh, they go to the one that I mentioned earlier. I love this story. Felt Mansion. Uh, Which story would that be that you have in mind? So a group. uh, One story is apparently you see them often on the sides of dirt roads. Again, like frogmen, they just hang out. Yeah, and like they. So the story is a group of teenagers went to go like necking out in the woods, Mm -hmm. and like these boys were like out looking for like scary shit to like scare their girlfriends. So they're driving into the forest. They went down this dirt road. They pulled off. They all got out to like I guess I never did the thing where I made out with my girlfriend with a bunch of other dudes. Like I never did a group fuck with all my high school friends i mean you could just stop that sentence it's disgusting but uh you could argue you never you just never made out with your girlfriend (laughs) you know but everyone else i made her i made out with my girlfriend in high school so hard her face was flat really yeah the flat, sorry. the flat <laughs> face weird. monster of uh, wherever you're from. Um, so we Astoria, right? They were making out, and apparently they're all hanging, and they heard their car engine revving, Uh-oh. and they looked and saw four melon heads in the car driving <laughs> around the forest, <laughs> chanting and hollering at them. Like that is so. Like, totally, all right, do these like, melon? Do they have a Confederate flag uh, hat on as well with a T-shirt that has like, Ted Nugent? Like they saw. They so saw the melon heads stole, stole their, car. their car. Yes, and so yeah. they looked at. It, they literally just saw melons. Go like, hey, fuck you, hey, fuck you. Hey. So the Flatwood <laughs> monster is, uh, you know, knocking people out with a with a with a uh, with a gas. The and, strange uh, Connecticut Valley Mexican. <laughs> yes, stealing the car, driving it all around. These melon heads, they seem like we we actually have real evidence here. <laughs> They're real, and they saw. There was a couple other sightings of it. Just big head kids. Yeah. Well, what they say big about Connecticut because that sighting was in Connecticut, right? Yes. So what they say where the melon heads come from in Connecticut is that of course they were turned out once again they were not they did not develop hydrocephalus just as they were going out into the world but yeah. because they resorted to cannibalism yep. and ah. because of inbreeding they eventually developed hydrocephalus. I see. I see. Is that it's sort a of like cause of hydrocephalus? Nah, I don't know what hydros. I mean, there's all sorts of things. I that think they're just making causes. up a bunch of myths so they don't have to treat them like people. <laughs> that's probably what's happening here. But that's okay. As a matter of fact, we got a couple of amazing emails this week, and another one was from a gal who works at the CDC, the Center uh, for Disease Control, and. Uh, Email us back and let us know what's going on here with these melon heads. Yeah, are you guys making the melon heads? Are you making them? Is Dr. Melonhead working for the oh, CDC? Yes, he is, Dr. We're getting into this. I know. You know, this but podcast. Dr. Melonhead's another thing for Mengala. It's like very Dr. possible. Green. It's very, very possible. Well, Dr. these were all, Mengala, these are post World War II stories. That's true. And he Very was in possible. America doing something. Well, he was in Argentina, but his his double was in America doing all the MK Ultra stuff. So he could have been making melon heads. Yeah, and if you say it like that, it so sounds true. Yeah. You know, it's so, it so sounds true. I love it. So <laughs> I mentioned cannibalism. Yes. No, this is a great story. This is my favorite. I love okay. this. And Marcus will lead this up. I, I also love this idea because 
in these rural areas, cannibalism happened a lot. Like mm. especially in the Anirondacks and places where you had like very condensed. Well, it's like very condensed communities that were not necessarily connected to cosmopolitan areas. If there was like an epidemic or something happened, these people like massive groups of people would die, and you just have people living on the remains because they can't sure. get to the food. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's that's uh, they're snowed in. If they're like, it must be weird to just fall. look. At, yeah, it must be weird to just like look at a group of dead people or like alive people that are about to die and just be like future buffet, <laughs> like future buffet food right there. Ooh, yeah, mm, that's it. gonna be my daily value mm. meal on fucking Wednesday. I'm oh, having yeah. some Mrs. Henderson. What's the best part of the human body to eat? Do we know? Mm-hmm. But. The butt. The butt yeah. is the best part. Absolutely. Absolutely. The butt. Even on a Zabrowski? Even not well. Look at this fine meat I got right you here. Got no, that's this your strip, thigh. That's this your strip thigh. right here from right under my balls to my knee. That's a that's a filet mignon. Uh-huh. You got right over here. I got thick rib meat. You don't have to lift up <laughs> your shirt. Saying, look at Henry you is, want I don't want to look at it, Henry. I've seen it. Yeah. We've all seen it. You're always lifting up your shirt. So don't tell me I'm not good to eat. I'm a person that <laughs> I if, I'm a prime suspect. I said your butt wasn't good to eat. Your entire body is amazing. Uh, I would love to see it, General Sow Zabrowski. Yeah. I'm sure it would be great. With I'd the be whole afraid series. to eat you. Well, absolutely. Because you're all long and your meat's going to be all fucking stiff. And marbled because mm-hmm. of my ups and downs with weight. <laughs> Ooh, Which, actually, is that, that good, good or bad to have a marbled meat? It yeah. Dep- it depends on your uh, preference. No, that's Kobe beef. That's Kobe, Kobe I'm beef a Kobe Kissel beef. Finally, the fat is littered through because it's been massaged for so long. Oh, and I, yes, I've been massaged. <laughs> See, I'm just stringy. I'd be like eating a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah you got to kill someone like Jackie, my sister. Jackie, Jackie her up, eat her. That'd yeah, be great. she'd be good. She'd be good. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine, that's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I 
love fast growing trees because I just moved here to Los Angeles. I got a yard now and I'm doing all the landscaping myself. I love working in my garden. I love planting stuff. I love growing stuff. And the cool thing about fast growing trees that I really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in. I'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that'll the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a pl- Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babbel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. So let's go to the best cannibalistic regional monster of all, the Wendigo. Yeah. Also known as Wendigo, Wendago, Wendigo, Wendiga, Witiko, Witako, and Manaha. Well, isn't that something? Are these all car brands? <laughs> the 2007 Manaha. Manaha. That's great. Four door. Not bad. So the Wendigo is a demonic half beast creature. It appears in the legends of the Algonquin people on the Atlantic coast and the Great Lakes region you know, of both I, Canada and I America. Take, I take, uh, I, I take, um, uh, issue with the term half beast. If it's something's a half beast, that's a full beast. Yeah. Well, if, you're people like sent to like half beast. I'm looking at the whole thing. The whole thing's a beast. If you're any part beast, you're all yeah. beast. Yeah, yeah. You're beast. It's, it's, like they, right. it's like they say, if you mix five pounds of ice cream and five, five pounds of shit, you get 10 pounds of shit. Yeah. That's 
that, yeah. that's right. That is a great saying. I've yeah. never heard that. <laughs> ever. Ever. Uh, but You've yes, never heard that? It, I mean, no. It's just, applicable to many things in life. I've just uh, yes. never worked at, worked at a scatological cold stone before. Ah, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> the scatological cold stone. Scat <laughs> so stone. The Wendigo could be one of two things. It is either an evil spirit that possesses a human, okay. or it could be what a human becomes after eating the remains Again, of another human. Very similar but, to the Skinwalker stories as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is true. Once this you is eat- also another Native American legend. Once you do go cannibal and you start eating and dining on all of your greatest friends and peers, you do begin to go insane. What, now, what region is this mostly located around? Mostly the Great Lakes region, places where it gets very cold, very yeah. fast, and there's a lot of snow. because where And people used from, to freeze to death constantly. It's, yeah, it's very much a cautionary tale. This is one of the only ones that we see as far as regional monsters go, because regional monsters aren't really cautionary tales as much as urban legends yeah. are. They're just more fun. However, yeah. the Wendigo is very much a cautionary tale, because apparently there were so many people eating each other in this time in history, in this Native American tribe, that they had to create a legend mm. to keep people from doing it. Because a lot of these people... Like what we did get, with Jesus Christ. Exactly yeah. like what yeah. we did or with Or what Jesus the Zabrowski house did with the Cocoa Puff monster. <laughs> and they said, if you eat all the Cocoa Puffs, then the monster comes. And he watches you sleep all oh, night. Oh, is the Cocoa Puff monster here? Well, do is we have here? any more Cocoa Puffs? Oh, oh we here? do? No, he's not here because we have Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> I don't even bring up the Cocoa Puff monster around me. <laughs> it said when the Wendigo ate someone, it would grow in proportion to the meal it had just eaten. Oh, However, mm. it would never be full. So Wendigos were simultaneously gluttonous and emaciated. They were always hungry, yet always growing. Also oh, very uh, like a zombie story as well. Yes. It also sounds like a Pomeranian, if I may say so myself. I don't want any of your dog nanny a humor. Pomeranian. In this show. They just eat and they eat and they eat and they never get full. <laughs> and of That's course, something. once a person tasted human flesh, they would immediately be consumed with the hunger. They would develop these yeah. violent, violent thoughts. There was a reason why this legend was in place. Yes, they, it's they to didn't keep you just, from doing it. Yeah. Don't eat Sadie. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't eat Becky. <laughs> but the meat would be so well preserved. It's freezing cold in these uh, Great Lake communities. I mean, I feel like. I can see people, the temptation, but yeah. even in, the, in stories uh, in uh, like uh, of, of other tribes from other areas, you know, the Mayans committed uh, d- did a lot of cannibalism in Africa. There was a lot of cannibalism. There's a lot of places where th- that happened, and there there is diseases associated with eating human meat. Right. Oh yeah. So before the heroin epidemic of the uh, '70s, the crack uh, epidemic of the '80s, it was the cannibalism ec- uh, epidemic in the this 1550s, Native American. Yeah. The 1550s. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a bit it's of very a very similar. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. you, you you get addicted to it after your first first bite after your first smoke or toke and then uh, you go absolutely insane and you'll do whatever it takes to get it including murdering your fellow man (laughs) it was said in these cultures in the northern algonquin cultures that cannibalism even to save one's life you absolutely could not do it and if there was some sort of famine because famine would come across quite often in these harsh areas you would they would either whole tribes would commit suicide rather than eat their fellow men. Or they would just resign themselves to death. 
I yeah. I would have just, you know, I would have been so bad back in the tribal times. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're all talking about, it's like, we must commit suicide to, in order to com- c- keep the honor of our people. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Hey, guys, how about we just do like a sit brunch? How about you do a brunch? <laughs> you want a brunch, huh? Let's have a sit. We'll do a brunch. We'll check in. You know, like I made I made these things. I invented this thing. It's called it's called a pig in a blanket is what I'm calling it. Yeah, that is that is your shit wrapped in a leaf. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess if you miss five pounds of shit with five pounds of pig in the blanket, all you get is ten pounds of shit. Shit. Yeah, yep. yeah, you have true. You, you can really however, do that with anything. You can yeah. mix anything with shit, and then it's just shit. I mean, I, I would actually argue one pound of shit. Yeah, yeah, even a it's quarter a pound. Tiny piece of shit. Yeah, you ruined. I don't even want to accidentally eat the tiniest. No, I know it. Size. It gets all mixed up in there. Yeah, no, it starts I don't hiding. Even, not a chance for it. You know, yeah. I even have a hard time when I'm brushing my teeth after I've taken a big old dump in the bathroom because I know the shit poo poo flakes is all over my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, they just stay there. They don't go away. What? Yeah. Well, no, his poo-poo flakes might get up and leave. <laughs> I don't know. I, I play a flute and they follow me down the hallway out to the outside. Uh, the and I, I throw them at a homeless man. That's great. What I find very interesting about the Wendigo is that it is the only uh, urban legend or the only monster that has actually, it's uh, the things that people say about it have actually found their way into psychology in what is known as Wendigo psychosis. Interesting. Ah, However, I mean, a lot of people say they have debunked it, but it is documented many times that people, once they get that taste for human flesh, Mm -hmm. they don't want to stop. It's all they want. Well, yeah, so you get the, keyed into the, sort of the primalism of it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So our final two here with the uh, with the uh, with the melon heads and the windigos. These are real phenomena. These are actually things that exist. Well, they're based I mean, on something or another. Like the yeah. melon head sounds like a combo of an urban legend and what is just seems to be a, a, a huge fear of people with disabilities. Yes, and this is more like keep you don't just don't eat each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I would love to see some uh, some melon heads in the Special Olympics. Just run in there. Uh, you know, just attack, stealing like all the judges' cars and stuff, riding them around yeah. the, the parking lot. I mean, there must be a great skill. What would be the the perfect Olympic skill for a melon head? I Synchronized swimming. Oh, you can't. Yeah, you that's it's, ideal. It's bobbling yeah. at the top of the thing because be their water head polo? is the same density as the water. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's you very, can't drown. They come in groups. Bobsledding. That was the biggest mistake with the Titanic. <laughs> Not enough melon heads on there. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you got to do. You yeah. got a bunch of melon heads for any ship from here on out. Because so you could just tie them to the bows. And, you want and if the some... shit's going down, it just keeps it up. <laughs> you could do that. And, you know, if everybody dies, you want somebody to tell the tale. And it'll be like a weird, like, melon head tale. Yeah. But, uh, but I love these creatures be monsters. And we were saying we have flagons more. Oh, yeah. And you know, flagons. And you know what else? There is an actual, I have an actual documented case of Wendigo psychosis. So what Wendigo psychosis is actually defined as is eating human flesh when there are other foods readily available. Oh, you choose to eat human flesh over other foods. Yeah. A man named Swift Runner... A Plains Cree trapper from Alberta, Canada. In oh, he wasn't 18... like Italian from Brooklyn? <laughs> in 18... he, does seem like, he does sound like he's wearing a tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. In 1878, this guy, Swift Runner, butchered and ate his wife and his five children, Woo. although there was a food storage only 25 miles away, which he could, oh, have, come on. He could have made it he's to. He's a Swift Runner, but he's not a long-distance guy. <laughs> I guess on. that's just his version of DiGiorno. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, instead of just making the 25-mile trip, which he could have done, he opted to just kill his wife and children, ate all of them, every single yeah. one of them. They did not find him until spring came. They didn't realize wow. his crime. They didn't find out about his crime. And he eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. So it's illegal. <laughs> Isn't that wild? It's yeah. so weird because I feel like if you make your kids, shouldn't it be legal to eat them? I mean, this is sort of a Bill Cosby joke on very true. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you I should be allowed. I'm this world, I can take you out. Yeah. And I'm going to take you out by eating the shit out of you. I just feel like, yeah, if kids to me, it's like I made my own little rump roast. Yeah. Anytime I want. They just happen to grow up into people. I'd How say up you, until the age of five. Do you yeah. kill? After they go to school, you can't eat them anymore. Okay. You can't eat them. Okay. Because then they have a um, registry and then some sort of book somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I guess you kill them all at once. Or do they just like slowly start to realize that like their brother is gone and, and like your dad's like super happy and full, but slow uh, getting like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Like, That's a going. problem. The only way I can imagine killing my whole family is to be like, there's a surprise birthday party in the shed for mommy. And they're like, we didn't even know it's mommy's birthday. And yeah. be like, everyone go out to the shed. And then I just line the whole shed with dynamite and it's popped it off, you know, but that's, you can't get f- good food out of that. Mm, that's right. Just, straight that's up just murder. Kill, that's just, yeah. that's just mayhem. Well, mm. that just sounds really premeditated. <laughs> that sounds like that was just not off the cuff. You've thought about that for a little while. It's the old shit blowing up the shed trick. Yeah. That's blow what up I do every time. Yeah, that's good. That'd There's be- so many regional monsters. So many. Yeah, this is so much fun. We'll, yeah. yeah, we could do nine episodes of these. Yeah, I mean, in the future, we'll get to the Jersey Devil. We'll get to the Dover Demon. There's so many. things. The Dover Demon it was the Beast of what, the the Beast of yeah, which is just uh, a giant God, cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's giant a, cats. It's a real big cat. There's also flying people, which is a big phenomenon. Like people mm-hmm. just fly in the air. You see that a lot in like South America and Africa. There's like a lot of, but that's international, and that's a whole other kettle mm-hmm. of monsters. Yeah, it'll be the, the beast of Bladenboro. Yeah, yeah. The dental dam, you know. But it's fun that we did. Uh, and so, scary. I'd like whole... to give a shout out to Atomic Cotton, who saw me wearing a T-shirt. Your sound, you make it sound like it's a per- Atomic Cotton, the company, yeah. wonderful T-shirt company. They're, it's awesome, and they gave they, they they are they they saw me wearing a T-shirt of theirs in Best Week Ever. And what and, was the T-shirt uh, of the Human Centipede Oeuvre, oh. uh, <laughs> which I loved? Uh, oh, and I just want to say thank you to them. Go buy shirts from them. And yeah, tell them Atom- you're from us. Is it just AtomicCotton.com? AtomicCotton.com. They are. It's a mom and pop from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. They make their own shirts, and it's good shirts. It stands the tests of me wriggling around in them. Absolutely. If it's strong enough for Henry Zabrowski. It's strong enough for anybody on the face of the planet. And dare I say, um, and a Wolverine yeah. as well? <laughs> like any sort of bat creature or winged beast could they probably could do, wear Yeah, it. they could dress all of those. Yeah. Interesting fact, in Wolverine's very first appearance, he battled Wendigo. Whoa! Whoa! Wow! That is very great. Nice. Incredible Hulk 177. Oh, wow, nice. you knew that. <laughs> Stop that. It's good that he knew that. I think it's 177. I could be wrong. You know how to blow up your family in a shed, and he knows about comic books. Yeah. That did remind me of the scene from The Burbs, that great Tom Hanks movie at the end, of Ah, course, when the- uh, 181. 181. You idiot, Marcus. You idiot. What a moron. No one's going to love you now. But instead of bones coming from the chimney, like the uh, end of the burbs, the Zabrowski f- flesh and lard, the fat that would fuck you come from the, fuck from you, the fuck chimney that. there, you know, you just, just imagine what that, that would look like. I just want to steer clear of that. We're Coco a thousand people massacred in this shed. No, no. Three Zabrowskis. Well, there's enough meat around here to fill a small army. Um, All right.
Well, we must wrap it up. Yes, we must. And we're going to do a two-parter on this at some point. Oh, oh absolutely. We're going to do nine, nine of these. Actually, this is the second one of these that we've done. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, episode 25 was a regional monsters episode. Yeah, we did oh, Mothman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, oh, yeah, we just branded it Mothman. Um, that's awesome. All right. No, we actually branded it regional monsters. Regional monsters. <sighs> well, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right. Any other plugs? No. Very good. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, if you guys didn't know, me and Ben also run a politics uh, podcast called Abe Lincoln's Top oh, yeah. Hat. You can find that on Cave Comedy Radio, and we also do the Roundtable of Gentlemen, Always which is check also it out. on Cave Comedy Radio. Henry's on that one every once in a while. That's right. And we right. found lately that a lot of people who like last podcast fucking love the Roundtable of Gentlemen. That's right. And Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Yeah. If you dig politics, if you got a mind for that, yeah, it's, it's nice. Got, it's, it's got it dips its toe in politics. Yeah, yeah it's more. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's goofiness. <laughs> yeah. It's all goofiness. Well, hell, Satan. Uh, hail Satan. Hail Satan, everybody. Hail yourselves. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll just talk to you soon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Magustalations. Now, we haven't said Magustalations in too long. I say it every year. Every yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. As I always yeah. say, Heil Geen. Hail me! <laughs> that's right. That's right. And go to AtomicCotton.com and get your uh, get your new shirts. Yeah. Boy, we that, landed this one on the harbor. Boy, that <laughs> chopper shirt is really nice. Isn't oh, you want nice? one of the shirts? That chopper shirt. What's the chopper shirt? Is really nice. Oh, yeah. I know the shirt. <laughs> Henry and Marcus are fighting over Size t-shirts. medium. It's a good knife. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.